Grab a brew and tune in to the High Ticket Review. In each episode, you'll rewind the tapes of live high ticket sales calls as veteran sales consultant Will and Inc. 5000 marketing coach Jonathan review the misses, the makes, and develop a winning structure for you to close your next call. Here are your hosts, Jonathan and Will. Pumped that you guys are here today because me and my friend Jonathan have some very vital information to share with you regarding the big, the bad, the ugly, the control monster while mm. on these calls. Control monster. Yeah. I have to do a good job of not letting you control these these podcasts. My gosh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, bro, come on. <laughs> and you, you feel in control the whole time, but really, Jonathan, I am in control. And that Sorry. is what a master coach and salesperson does. That's, that's no, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But really, today is hopefully you'll walk away understanding and learning why keeping control is so important. And I think that if you can follow these talk tracks today, you will probably be able to save yourself two or three deals a month. That's if you have, I would say, 20 calls. I bet you you could find two to three deals by doing this out of 20 calls in a month. Hey, 10%. I mean, that's that's a good good bit right there. Dude, I mean, most of our clients, Jonathan, they're charging what four, five, six, seven thousand dollars per new client. Yeah. So that's you know eight to fourteen thousand dollars found from today's episode. I think it's worth tuning in. Mm, man, that's good. Although this is going to go against the normal flow of our show. What I mean by that is I don't have a call recording to review this point, but I think everyone that's a coach that runs high ticket listening today will understand where we're going. Yeah, I think any of my clients that I've talked to, they all seem to run into this in some regard. So even mm-hmm. though we don't have that recording today, I think it's going to be super, super vital and just ring true with everybody. No doubt, man. And hey, you're wearing a Titleist hat right now. Everybody mm-hmm. listening can't see that, but when's the last time you played golf, bro? It's been it's been a couple months. Uh, which Two months? months? Uh, it, it's been two and a half months, maybe. I, that reminds me though. I wanted to, I wanted to make sure our listeners were, uh, hopefully where you live, it's warming up and it's no longer a frozen tundra where you live. And of course, unless you live up North, but, um, over here in the States, it was a, it was a, it was a cold month the last three or four weeks. Dude, you live in the Florida that is not cold. Well, I'm not necessarily thirties. Thirties is not cold. It got in the low twenties in Florida. Actually, that's for cold hours for at a time. That's cold for us. <laughs> anyway, Man, I understand. And look, we need to get you back on the golf course. Jonathan is his best self when he plays golf. So I think the question I would pose is, how are you your best self? Is it when you drink a Diet Coke? Is it when you're in the Word? Is it when you are watching your favorite football team? That's not when I'm my best self. I can tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. (laughs) So how about this, man? Let's dive in because I want—I really do. I want you as a listener to walk away today with understanding there are places to take control of the call. And when you don't, you're going to find yourself losing deals. And there's a couple of pivotal key moments. and then really, I want to focus on two of them, and they're at the end of the call for today's sake, okay? Uh, control is really important. You leading your prospect to where they feel they're in control, but the whole time, you have led them well. And yeah. In control. I think that's the difference that I want to preface before we jump 
straight into it is just for saying, because we're saying being controlled the call, that doesn't mean you talk the whole time, you know, because one of our rules is obviously letting them talk 75% of the time. So control doesn't necessarily mean that you just talk and talk and talk, right? No, not at all, Jonathan. It means that you're asking poignant questions to allow them to discover what you want them to discover, right? Mm, I like that. Now, there is a section of control at the end of the call, and this comes in, I'm going to call it follow-up. Everybody knows this purgatory place called (laughs) (laughs) follow-up. And most of them hate it, but it doesn't have to be that way. So a lot of you, uh, when you do follow-up, you probably do something along the lines of this. Hey, John, so, you know, I'd love to have another conversation with you. Um, How about we look for a time and I'll just send you over my link and you can find a time that works well for you. Oh, that'd be great. Well, awesome. Okay, great. Cool. I'll send you some resources and we'll circle back. And now you're in follow-up purgatory. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Because John- Bad place to be. John never schedules that call, does he? And all you do is you chase and you chase and you chase. And that becomes this icky, sticky, weird used car salesman vibe. And nobody wants that. You don't mm. want to feel that way. Your prospect doesn't want to feel that way. So just don't do it. Here's the answer. Do this instead. Hey, John, you know, it feels like I've shared with you everything that I can. And in terms of next step, I know you mentioned you wanted to talk to Cindy and for you guys to agree on everything together. How about we find a time in the next couple of days, go ahead and pull out our calendars that we could circle back after you and Sydney have had a chance to discuss things. You are in control now. You are letting John book the call today, right here, right now. You're not giving John the option to and the power to book it whenever he wants because the power lies in having the calendar. You Hmm. possess your calendar. But when you give John the link, who possesses your calendar? John, the prospect, right? So you want to take control of the follow-up by keeping control of your calendar. Schedule the call now. Do not ever send a link. So what happens if you get some some kickback from that? Like, oh, I need to talk to my spouse or, oh, I'm just not sure. I've got a busy week. Like, how do you get past that? Because obviously, I think some people have great intentions. Some of our coaches have great intentions and they... They might do that and say, hey, let's schedule something now. But as soon as they get one little speed bump, they bail on it. Like, well, let me just give you my link. Yeah, definitely don't do that. And this is all preventable earlier on. So the the real answer to that, Jonathan, is you got to get their commitment to want it. You got to get their commitment to want to take action. You got to get their commitment to say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm so excited for this. And then you can point back to that. Hey, John, just so I'm clear, I heard your excitement earlier. Between me and you, like what's holding you back from us moving forward together or us scheduling another call while we're here? And and the second answer to that is, so that's the root of it. But the second answer, the more direct answer to that, Jonathan, is this, and I would use this talk track. Hey, John, man, wow, I would, you know, love to just kind of come back together at some point next week. My calendar just doesn't work that way. (laughs) I'm going to be pretty stuffed up. It's probably in your advantage if you do want to, you know, move forward with considering this for us to schedule a time while we're on the call. Yeah. But immediately, I am a little bit concerned if John's like, ah, you know, I don't, I, I'm just, I mean, I'm going to press pause on that and check his temperature. Hey, man, I just want to make sure where are we at? Like, are, are you fired up? We've, we've talked about Jonathan before on the show, rating where you are on a one to 10, like on a 10 being like, I'm ready to sign up now. I got nothing in my way on a zero being like, John's the worst or, you know, Will's the worst guy I've ever talked to in my life. Never want to talk to him again. 
where do you feel like you're at? And if they're like, I'm out of five, guess what? They're probably not going to show up on your follow-up. Right. So I'm going to reset that and be like, Hey man, you know, what do you, what do you feel like you need to be? I, I, I don't want to waste your time on a second conversation. Yeah. Where do you feel like you need to be to be at an eight? What do you feel like you need to be at an eight? Yeah. And I'm going to try and give that to them on the call, right? Before I schedule another call. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, one thing, like you said, it's, it's listening, getting them to reveal to you what the temperature is. But then also once you figure it out, you're almost revealing that back to them because they might not even know they might have the feelings inside, but once you kind of understand where they're at, then you can push that back on them and, and, you know, and, and start that process of trying to get them a little bit more confident in what you're doing. That's true. And get to the real objection. What's really holding them back. That's right. And look, Jonathan, the power is also lost. There's another place where people lose power. And it's when people say, I'm ready to buy. Hmm. How do they lose power there? So that's the really good words, right? Hey, I'm ready to buy. Can, 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 I, can I get started? Like, how do I get started? How do I get started? That's kind of a common thing. How do I get started? And a lot of times our coaches, and we're trying to get them to not do this, but a lot of times it's easy for them to say, yeah, I'll just send you over an invoice. Uh. Same thing. If I send you my calendar, you have access to my calendar now. You can schedule a call whenever you want. You do not need me anymore. If I sent you an invoice, you have the opportunity to pay or not pay. It's the end result. And I'm not involved in it. It's up to you to do it. Yikes. I can't tell you. Jonathan, I'm working with somebody right now. I fell into my own mistake. I sent (laughs) over an invoice. And what happens? Texted me the next note. Didn't pay it when she said she would. Texted me the next day. Hey, I'm starting to just kind of feel a little bit concerned. Maybe we should have another call. Yikes. Lost the power. Well, and the other thing is like, if they're saying like, how, how do we get started? I want to, I want to buy right now. Like, why wouldn't you capitalize on that excitement? Right. Thank you, Jonathan. That's so almost exactly- like you're just, you're pushing off like, oh, you might not want to get everything's on, you're, you're on a super high. And so you yeah. don't want to hurt that by taking their credit card information. Like, no, like that's, no, that's what they it. want. That's yeah. what they want. Right. Yeah, exactly. So in this recommendation, what I would say is never, ever, ever, unless it's requested, send an invoice. So in this case, I'm going to say, awesome. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to lay out the next, after we process payment, I'm going to remind them of what we do next. And then I'm going to say, what kind of card did you want to use? I'll just go ahead and run it on my back end. I'm going to get the card number on the call. Now, there's a small amount of people who aren't comfortable with that. And they're going to tell you, hey, I'm just a little bit, I don't know. I'm just kind of weary. I'm putting on my call, on my card and stuff. Oh, I totally get that. Would you mind if I send you an invoice while we're on the call and you could just fulfill it real quickly while we're here together before we schedule out your kickoff? Love that. Not, let me send you an invoice. You can pay it when you want. Would it be appropriate for you to knock that out while we're here on the call? I can send it over to you and then we can schedule kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you're, you have the control because you're still on the phone with them. They're still excited. That's you're right. Not letting the person go until they have. That's right. That's exactly right, Jonathan. Yeah. So optimize to keep the control by taking the credit card number while you're on the car call and then run it on your back end. But if that feels weird for them, and that's totally understandable. A lot of people don't feel comfortable with that. I'm fine with it because I know how secure it is. But like a lot of people don't feel good about that. Then it's, hey, yeah, that would be totally fine. Maybe could I send you an invoice and you could fill that out while we're here together before we schedule your kickoff call before we hop off today. So you're setting the expectation. I'm not like, I'll send you an invoice. And no, no, no. Like, can you knock it out while we're here today? Yeah. Because if it's a no, there's an objection holding up. No, nah, I don't really. 
whoa, whoa, what's, is, is there something we need to discuss? Like something holding you back? Yeah, you're, you're getting those objections out on the call because like you said, if you, if you put the ball in their court for them to do something later that they're committing to, oh. then you haven't exhausted all of the areas in which there could be an objection. Correct? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I like that. So keep in control. Don't give them everything they need to make the decision without you being in control of that. And the two primary spots people lose, you know, control that I often see, it's on follow-up. It's just blasting out your calendar. Please don't do that. Schedule it while you're on the call. And then it's in collecting payments, just blasting out an invoice. Please don't do that. Collect the number on the call. And if you have to send an invoice, make sure it's paid while you're on the call. Those two things will close you will if you have 20 calls a month you will close two more calls if you're not doing that and you start doing that man seriously well seems like should take that advice that's that's some big big money changes there and for the positive and hey jonathan is that weird or sticky or icky or salesy at all in any way not in any way as a matter of fact it kind of keeps you from like you said getting to that salesy cars salesman kind of ick that people want to avoid you're staying away from that place. That's right. So go and execute. Follow it today. Thank you guys for all listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Get out and play some golf. Amen. <laughs> see y'all. You just listened to the High Ticket Review. This is AI Frank Sinatra. And today's episode was powered by Growth Tools, where high ticket coaches turn to grow their business. Make sure to hit subscribe because these guys are brilliant. Plus, you are only a New York minute away from nailing your revenue goals. So implement today.